today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Ottawa is stepping in to uh, help flood-weary residents uh, clean up as uh, floodwaters continue their long-awaited retreat in New Brunswick. That's some good news there. Finally, uh, Premier Brian Gallant announcing yesterday that the province has asked the armed forces to conduct a reconnaissance mission to determine if the military could provide assistance in the cleanup. The federal government uh, agreeing and has assigned a reconnaissance team to determine uh, what help members can provide. In the meantime, two emaciated moose left stranded by floodwaters have been euthanized. Animal welfare workers say it's the most visible symbol of a wider problem for New Brunswick wildlife pushed away from their food sources. This flooding has had uh, a a myriad of impacts, obviously, on the province. Uh, Let's bring in Andrew Holland. He's from Nature Conservancy Canada and joins us now on the Scott Thompson Show. Andrew, good afternoon. How are you? Great, how are you? Not too bad at all. Uh, obviously, this flooding is at an impact on uh, residents of New Brunswick, uh, be it in, uh, in in Fredericton especially and other communities uh, around. Uh, maybe some, some first-hand thoughts on uh, what you've seen, what you've heard, and, and how the province is recuperating. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for the opportunity to, to be on your program. Uh, certainly, there's been a lot of uh, damage to homes, businesses, farms, uh, recreational uh, properties from camps and cottages, really from you know north of Frederick and all the way down through St. John. So we're we're basically talking about central and, and southern New Brunswick. Uh, here in the Fredericton area, my mother had a, a badly damaged uh, basement due to flooding two Saturdays ago. It took us nine hours to clean that out. Um, it was just the fact that uh, there was so much snow here over the winter months and. Uh, really a lot of storms and with the i guess rapid melt of that snow uh in sort of mid to late april uh it really resulted in lakes rivers and streams just climbing so high because you you get a couple of warm days of 23 degrees and that snow melts so quickly that uh, people and businesses and folks along Rivers, edges, and, and low-lying areas—they just didn't have a lot of time to prepare. I know in the early stages of the floodwaters rising, uh, there were officials saying, uh, "Listen, you, we we have to be prepared for uh, epic or, or record level of flooding." Did they anticipate very early on, though, that it would have been this bad? Well, it's hard to say. I mean, they they have models to predict. Uh, uh, you know, water levels uh, in the St. John River system, certainly in the in the Mactaquac Dam, uh, which is just north of Fredericton, that uh, you see a lot of water that goes through, I guess, and then it flows south. But uh, there was just a lot of snow. There was a lot of snow here this winter. Anybody who would monitor weather or see storms uh, on the Weather Channel or anything at all would, would be alert to the fact that, uh, uh, golly, we had a lot of snow. I mean, my kid, he's in grade 12, and he missed uh, 12 days of school um, just since January due to icy roads and storm and, and snowy conditions. Uh, so uh, really, uh, you know, you know the, the fact is that snow, once it melts, it takes off. Yeah, I, you know what? No one else in Canada should be complaining because it, it seemed like during the winter, every other week, it was either the, the northeastern United States or, and or the Maritimes just getting pounded by snowstorms. 
Well, that and and as far as I'm concerned, uh, and and from a, from a conservation perspective, the Nature Conservancy of Canada is really interested in this from a from a conservation perspective because climate change is is, is real. <laughs> We're seeing signs of an ever changing climate of more severe weather events and storms and that is why the protection of you know forests and and you know leaving them alone in some areas so not uh, you know ensuring that uh, you have healthy forests close to rivers edges and protecting wetlands is super important because wetlands help protect communities from flood damage and, and damage to your home and your property, along with municipal roads and, and provincial infrastructure such as bridges and highways that are now washed out and badly damaged. And, you know, the, you know that's why wetlands act like a sponge. They act like a great big roll of paper towel. They, they help absorb that water so it helps local homeowners and businesses and, and mitigates the impacts of these storms and climate change. So uh, this is an example where at the end of the day, uh, you know, sometimes strategic land conservation can be a great uh, uh, preventer of, of, of this type of thing or help mitigate or mitigate some of the damage because we're just going to keep on seeing these weather events more and more. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.